Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 2-2 lane. Uh, this was three and a half this morning, and it got up to five. Now, four is a key number. Um, but not as key as three or anything like that. So the movement isn't too crazy, but just worth noting that money did come in on Tulane today. You could see a buyback later this week potentially, but... It feels like if you want Memphis in this game, wait. Yeah. Uh, I think I think four and a half might be that spot. Maybe, maybe it ticks up a little bit more. Um, it's been a series in which like Memphis wins when they play the when they play in Memphis, Memphis wins, and when they play in New Orleans, Tulane wins. It doesn't really forget whether or not one team's better than the other. That's kind of been how the series has gone. Yeah. Um and I'm just looking at cause Tulane they're coming off a bye, right? Both team both, both teams, teams didn't both teams didn't play last week. So Tulane yeah. had that they farted around with UAB. Yeah. And then uh, Memphis had Memphis was on the field when Boise beat itself. That's right. That's right. Um, and neither team played last week. I still think. I still think. I know the Mountain West has the top end. I still think the New Year's Six winners coming out of the American. I think the winner of this game has to run the table because they both have a loss. But I don't think like. I mean, Wyoming wins that game against Fresno and has the Texas Tech win, but they play Air Force this week. They're and ten, Boise next week, both on the road. They're a ten and a half point underdog, and like respect to betters that I know, they're not high on Wyoming, and you know they they bet Fresno State last week, and that kept me off Wyoming, which I'm a little annoyed about. But um, I don't know if Wyoming's you know that good offensively. To be kind of the, the G5 Wyoming, team. Wyoming's that team that you have to remember. Wyoming is like store brand, like Big K Utah. When you get when you're in Laramie, like that's that's Wyoming. Take them in Laramie. They're pretty pedestrian. They're noticeably different away from Laramie. They're kind of like Utah in that sense. It's like if you get Utah at Rice Eccles, like just take Utah. It Here, usually works out for you. Here's the crazy one as we as we kind of verge into, you know, G5. Oh, yeah. Air Force is just pummeling teams. Yes. They're a wagon. Their schedule is really manageable. So they got Wyoming this week, which will be a good quote-unquote win if they get it. You got Navy in the typical rivalry. Colorado State, who disappoints me. Army. I had Utah State, by the way. No, No big deal. I had Colorado State. That was uh, that was a very important game for me, and because uh, I have a Colorado State over and a Utah State under, and that Ew, was, uh, that, was, that, was, that was that was a swing game. That was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. Um, but you know, for for Air Force, you know, you got Boise State to close out the year, and then and UNLV, who is I believe five and zero ATS. But I mean, Air Force is just kind of doing their thing, um, and you know, I wrote up the Mountain West for our, our college football guide. And I was like, I don't know, man. Like, you lost arguably the best player in school history in their running back, and yeah. they lost a quarterback who had started like thirty games. I'm like, I don't know. And here they are; they're just dominating teams. Now their sch- strength of schedule is pretty weak. Um, you know, I think there's a big spot this weekend against Wyoming. But um, I mean, if Air Force goes undefeated, they're getting the bid, right? I think so, but I, I also don't. I don't. I just don't I, trust them. I don't either. So. Here's the thing for bringing it back to you guys in the Memphis area. Obviously, take care of your own business. That's the most yeah, important no, thing. Yeah, no, there's no question on that. And you have to win your conference championship. That's the rule, right? You have to be the yes. conference champ. So I think you're cheering for Boise State to win this conference. Yes, because I Boise agree. State has they have too three. Many they have three losses now, yeah. and they lost to Memphis. So it's like go Boise State because not only would that be beneficial to because like I don't know the Sun Belt is going to eat itself. James Madison's not even eligible for a bowl game, which yep. is the most outrageous thing ever. Again, 
the Mac, no. And Cusa's, Cusa's even more Cusa-y. Yeah, I mean, Liberty is, I mean, Liberty's undefeated, but they're they're not going to. Well, mean, they, they're, not, they're in the JMU rule. No, Liberty's fine. Jacksonville no, State Jacksonville's, is. you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, I think, I mean, look, it comes down to Friday night. You yeah. win Friday night, you're in, I think you're in a, you're in good shape. Yes. You're not in the driver's seat per se because you kind of need Air Force to knock itself off there. But I think if Air Force gets tripped up at some point, then I think the door opens back up for, for Memphis. The, the interesting part would be this. Let's say Memphis lost Friday night and then ran the table, won the AAC, and their losses were to Tulane, who would probably be a top 25 team in Missouri, Eleven and two, could Memphis get in? I still think it would be possible, especially if Boise wins the Mountain West. So I don't think Friday is make or break if they were to lose. But I do think if they win that game on Friday, boy, are they in some? They're in really good shape to uh to to represent the conference or represent the G five. Buddy, we appreciate it. Of course, of course, man. That is Tim Murray of V-CIN. When we come back, we get into the list. Joe Rexroad will also join us during hour number two. Stick around. You're listening to Giannotto and Jeffrey right here on 92.9 FM. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. ESPN. Joe Rexroad's going to join the program next. We'll talk Titans and more NFL with him. Before we do that, let's get into the list. Giannato and Jeffrey keep a list of the stories and people they need to talk about. Being on the list can be a good or bad thing. Listen to find out who made it and why. This is The List. You just made the list! On Giannato and Jeffrey on 92.9 FM ESPN. The Memphis Grizzlies. You just made the list! The Memphis Grizzlies will return to preseason action tonight. They host the Bucks, 7 o'clock. Of course, you can watch it on Bally's, I should say, Bally Sports Southeast, as well as the Bally's app. I do not believe they've been doing pregame shows during the preseason. On Sunday night, we just went straight to the broadcast. You had Fish and Brevin, very pardon, you had Pete and Brevin down courtside. And they started the broadcast there. So 7 o'clock tonight. And a couple of things I thought were interesting. DeMichael Cole tweeted out earlier today that you can expect a different Grizzlies starting lineup tonight. Expect Luke Kennard, who started game one, to head to the bench, come off the bench. And presumably you're either going to see one of Zaire Williams or David Roddy. I suppose it's possible you could see LaRavia. It seemed to me, though, that LaRavia was in a different grouping than the Conard, Zaire, and Roddy pairings. But I suspect that will be, that will be, it's probably going to be, made me guess Zaire gets one start, and if it's not Zaire tonight, Roddy would get the start, and then you'll see the third perhaps start the next preseason game. I think the other couple things that are interesting is whether or not we will see Marcus Smart make his preseason debut. Unclear on that. And then I think the more interesting aspect is, will they put Steven Adams back out there? Because in game one, it seemed to me the the biggest cause of optimism from game one was the fact that you saw Steven Adams on the floor starting and looking very good. Physically, he looked just like you wanted Steven Adams to look, and that was the single biggest check mark. In terms of the preseason, I still think the most interesting aspect of how it will pertain to the season is what are they going to do with that fifth starter? The Kennard, Zaire, Roddy, LaRavia, maybe possibly speak it into existence. Kenny Lofton gets a look, 
I still think that that's unlikely. It seems to me Lofton and LaRavia are kind of in the same the same category, but I would be interested to see that. Also, Taylor Jenkins has mentioned during the preseason that he is going to be more experimental with lineups during the preseason. Is this perhaps a night where maybe we see, because Steven Adams, they're trying to be careful with the knee. Do they sit him down, and do we get an extended look of perhaps Jaron and Santi on the floor together? I think that is a fascinating combination to watch because if indeed those two can play together and play well, is that a lineup that the Grizzlies could utilize during meaningful basketball? The risk, obviously, with those two is they've not been good on the glass. Offensively, it's been a very good pairing. Are the Grizzlies going to figure out a way to perhaps get Santi and Jaron on the floor at the same time? It's something that I'm interested in. It's something that I want to watch. So those are kind of the things that I'm looking for tonight in the preseason. I'm still not overreacting to what I've seen preseason-wise other than I thought it was extremely encouraging to see Steven Adams on the floor and looking like Steven Adams. Pretty much anything else other than that, it's gravy. It was great to have the Derrick Rose moment. I'm still not sure beyond the 25 games without John Morant how much Derrick Rose will play, how much he won't play. I I, I don't know. I, it truly is something to watch from that perspective. You have to expect that given his age and given his injury history, it's maybe not going to be an every night thing, but perhaps he can give you something. Also, I think I'm kind of watching to see if there are different combinations of players that we're looking at as possibilities. I think it's just pretty much at this point, it is rotational questions and kind of getting a look at that. So that is what to watch for. If you're going to bet preseason basketball, God bless you. The Grizzlies are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. If you have a great lean on that, by all means, go get them. Austin Riley. You just made the list. Yes, DeSoto County's own Austin Riley was the hero for the Atlanta Braves last night. With the Braves looking largely lifeless through the first six innings against Zach Wheeler, having been no hit for, I believe, five and a third of those innings, the Braves clawed back in the game. And in the bottom of the eighth, after Acuna gets on with a hit-by-pitch, Austin Riley sends a 3-2 breaking ball, I believe. Yes, it was a breaking ball. And he hits it into the left-field corner, and he gives the Braves a 5-4 lead. And then the game was saved and ended after a deep, deep fly ball to right center in which Mike Williams makes an unbelievable catch. Bryce Harper, who I saw getting some criticism for poor base running. I'm of two minds. The rule is typically when you have less than two outs and you're at first base and you see a ball into the gap, you take off. Because it was such a deep drive, and honestly, the ball had so much hang time. Harper had gotten all the way around second and was honestly going back. I think he was close to getting to third if he hadn't gotten there. I haven't seen the full video. But he had to retrace his steps. Ball gets into the infield. Austin Riley saves it, fires it over to Matt Olson at first base. Double play, ends the game. I had no problem with what Bryce Harper did. In that situation, I suppose you can make the case if the ball gets caught, he could have tagged, gotten to second base, and he could have still been in scoring position. The best chance to score from first base and tie the game up was to do exactly what he did. You just have to credit the Braves for making an outstanding defensive play. But it was an unbelievable playoff moment. And a couple of the playoff issues that has been brought up is with the new format in which you have teams playing a three-game series in the wild card round, it allows teams 
to get hot and to keep playing, whereas the favorites, the one and the two seeds, are largely sitting at home for over a week. Max Freed, who made the start last night, missed his last start of the year with a blister, so I believe he hadn't pitched in 12 days prior to last night. We've seen teams that have had rust despite being the overwhelming favorite and the higher seed. I think last night was a critical, critical win for the Braves, especially given this is the exact same scenario that the Braves found themselves in last year, playing the Phillies, dropping the first game at home, and largely looking lifeless. The best offense in baseball was held scoreless for 14 consecutive innings. The longest streak that the Atlanta Braves have had this entire season. 14 consecutive innings. The fact that they were able to mount the comeback and honestly deliver what felt like a crushing blow to the Phillies, I believe that momentum has swung. Now the task for the Braves is to go and win in Philly, where during the National League portion of the last two playoff series, they have been unbelievable at home. It still felt like such a pivotal game in the series because largely if the Braves do not come back and win, it felt over. And now the question is, was that the swing game? that gets the Braves, who have been the best team in baseball this year, was that their moment to find it? Their offense, which had been the best offense in baseball, had largely struggled. Were they able to, are they going to be able to get it back and flip it? But just an awesome, awesome moment. Admittedly, I am biased towards Austin Riley. He played baseball with my youngest brother, played for my dad for a bunch of years. It's just super cool to see someone that I'm familiar with that is just delivering that type of playoff moment. And the other thing that really solidified last night is there is just absolutely nothing, nothing like a big-time playoff baseball game. The Braves go from thinking this is the end of the world, here it goes again, same old Braves, to now all of a sudden you have one of the best type of playoff wins that you can have. Like, you'll remember almost every pitch of those final three innings, the final four innings, really. And to have that type of moment, just it's an awesome, awesome moment for Austin Riley. Quickly before we get to Joe Rexroad, NFL quarterback play. You just made the list! All right, if you subjected yourself to that Monday night football game between the Raiders and Packers, feels like the large takeaway from last night is Jordan Love stinks. And Jimmy Garoppolo, we still don't know what to do with. There's the question of, I've always had the the question with Jimmy. You got the rumblings from Patriots supporters and former players that Jimmy G was a bit of a prima donna, didn't really want to hang tough, and largely was worried about himself. Well, since then, Jimmy G has kind of displayed dog characteristics. And I find myself very confused because I'm watching the guy hang tough, make big throws, get absolutely killed, fight through a concussion to finish the game against the Steelers. And while he's not my favorite quarterback to watch, I do kind of admire that. However, I found myself wondering... What's up with the NFL this year? Because as an NFL fan, through the first five weeks, we've had good games. I'd still rather watch it than not watch it. But it feels like something's missing. What is the something that is missing? I went and did a little bit of research. It is not a perfect statistic, but it's a statistic that I at least pay attention to and monitor. Expected points added per dropback. It takes into factor down and distance, yards gain, when you gain them. It's essentially trying to 
put a bunch of different factors into how you did on one particular given play. This season, we have 16 quarterbacks with a positive expected points added per drop back. In none of the previous 10 seasons that I went back and researched have we had fewer than 20. In 2018, we had 26. In 2025, or beg your pardon, 2015, we had 28. In 2014, we had 27. There's two theories that I'm hashing out and I'm trying to figure out if it explains why a lot of NFL games have not been quite as fun this year. I think it's either offensive line play or it's quarterback play. I'm leaning towards it's quarterback play for a couple of reasons. We are now getting into the peak era where the quarterbacks that we're watching largely grew up in the RPO era. I do not think quarterbacks have been developed as well in the last five to ten years at the college level, and it's understandable why. Oftentimes, college coaches were trying to get these young guys on the field, and to do so, they largely went to the same offenses that they were running in high school in order to get the better players on the field. However, I don't think it has developed quarterbacks quite at the same level. I think the guys are still immensely talented. I just think that RPOs, which work at the college level, primarily because linemen can go downfield and you're starting to throw the wide-open guys, well, that you can't really do that in the NFL. You're not allowed to go one yard past the line of scrimmage if you're a lineman. It's made it a lot easier. or It it's, makes RPOs defending a lot easier. You're not throwing to wide-open guys. It's something to monitor. It's something I want to ask Joe Rexroad about. I also want to get his thoughts on the Titans. We'll do that and more when we come back right here on Giannotto and Jeffrey. 92.9 FM, ESPN. Coming up at 4 p.m., it's the Gabe Kuhn Show with the tallest lineman on the radio. In fact, the only lineman on the radio, Gabe Kuhn. Weekdays from 4 p.m. till 7 p.m. on 92.9 FM, ESPN. Response to the all-new Genesis Diamonds has been incredible. People are loving what we've brought to Memphis. Genesis is a different kind of jewelry store with more jewelry than you've ever seen in one place at prices you never thought possible. What people really love about Genesis is the transparency, the education. Genesis is revealing all the long-held secrets of the diamond industry. We'll teach you how to buy like a dealer buys, how to understand the ways diamonds are priced by the wholesalers, how slight variations in size and clarity can translate into thousands in savings passed along to you. At Genesis, our non-commissioned diamond experts are here to guide you every step of the way. Our diamond education will make you a better, more informed consumer. Even if you don't buy from us, we'll make you a more dangerous shopper when you visit other places. Discover the Genesis difference, forever changing how people in Memphis buy diamonds and fine jewelry. Now open at Poplar and Perkins, the official jeweler of the Tennessee Titans. The IRS finally caught up with Louie. I hadn't paid my taxes in eight years. He was in big trouble. We're going to take your house, garnish your pay. Louie found out about Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm, and rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau. I don't owe the IRS anymore. It was because of Optima Tax. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Give Optima Tax a call. They can help you. Call 800-935-7144. 800-935-7144. Optima Tax Relief. For details, visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Warning. The following Zaxby's ad may contain messaging upsetting to Philadelphians. Zaxby's took the iconic Philly sandwich, the quote-unquote perfect Philly sandwich, and made it perfecter by putting fried chicken on it. That's right, fried chicken on a Philly. And while Philadelphia might find it offensive, you can find it at your local Zaxby's. Finally, the Philly done right. Woo, saucy! 
Zaxby's. Are you a maintenance mechanic, diesel mechanic, welder, or a compactor repair person? Are you looking for a different kind of company and culture to be a part of? At Waste Connections and Team Waste, our employees reap the benefit of realizing their potential with our trust and full support. As a second chance company, we offer competitive pay, a sign-on bonus, tuition reimbursement, tool reimbursement for our mechanics, and at the end of every workday, you get to be home. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers.wasteconnections.com and become a part of a great team of people. Andy Wise here. Disaster restoration, fire damage, water damage, storm damage. You think restoring property, right? No, it's about restoring people. And no one does that better than Service Master by Cornerstone. Family-owned, Memphis-based Service Master by Cornerstone won Franchise of the Year for how it saves businesses and restores families. And now it's expanded services to Jackson, Tennessee and DeSoto County. Make the wise choice for disaster cleanup that's in the people-building business. Service Master by Cornerstone, 901-RESPOND. Bring smiles to all when shopping online with Dell Technologies Gift Guide. Whether it's for the artist, the entrepreneur, the student, or the streamer, you'll find the perfect gift for everyone on your list. Dell.com slash gift guide makes gifting easy with a carefully curated selection of our best tech. Shop now to explore our innovative PCs like the XPS 13 laptop powered by the latest Intel Core processors plus this season's top accessories. Visit Dell.com slash gift guide today to get a jump on your holiday gift list. That's Dell.com slash gift guide. A psoriasis flare-up can make a walk in the park. Well, no walk in the park. It's that obvious, huh? I've tried so many lotions and creams, but I still have symptoms. So those don't do enough to treat the inflammation beneath the skin, leaving you with those uncontrolled symptoms. Makes sense, but what else can I do? You can get real with your dermatologist so they can help you get clear. Make an appointment and, oh, you're already on it. Hi, yes, I'd like to make an appointment. Get real clear about psoriasis at letsgetrealclear.com. Sponsored by Avvi. Imagine if you could charge your electric vehicle at the places you already love to eat, shop, and play. Whether you're at the movies, on your weekly grocery trip, or running errands at your local mall, Volta EV charging stations are built around your day-to-day and located in your community and nationwide. All you have to do is check in, plug in, and go about your day. It's EV charging made convenient. Download the Volta app to find your new favorite place to charge. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Some days, my active psoriatic arthritis makes it hard to get in the game. Now, the ball is in my court. Thanks to treating my skin and joints with Sky Rizzi. Rizzi Kizumab Rizzi. A prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults. Nothing is everything. Sky Rizzi helps with less joint pain, stiffness, swelling, and fatigue. For those who also have plaque psoriasis, 90% clearer skin is possible with just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With Sky Rizzi, there's nothing like clearer skin and better movement, and that means everything. Ask your doctor today about SkyRizzy and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. This hour of the G&J Show is presented by Regions Bank. Now, back to the Giannato and Jeffrey Show, live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. G&J on 92.9 FM ESPN. Joe Rexroad is a senior writer and columnist for The Athletic. He's also the host of Robbie and Rex Road on ESPN 102.5 The Game in Nashville. You can always follow him on Twitter at Joe Rex Road. Joe, can you please explain the Titans to me? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I think the best way I could explain it, Jeffrey, is that this was, and, and begrudgingly maybe, because the Titans did 
look into the market for both Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. But this is basically the, you know, get the game back together one last one last run at the thing, one last tour, and uh, and then you know I think there's going to be some there's at least one significant change would be quarterback next year. But yeah, they're just not very good, and I, I think some of the things they thought they could count on this year look just a little bit older and less effective and. You know, really the defensive side of the ball to me is the bigger disappointment. And then they're kind of caught in between in terms of offensive identity. They still have a, a really good player in Derrick Henry, but they're, they're, got, they're getting away from, you know, running outside zone 15 times in a game and giving them 25 carries and, and building everything around that. So they're, they're very much in flux and I would say at this point slightly below average. I think that's where I've struggled because – when, if you look at the splits, well, at first I was like, well, maybe this is a situation where Tannehill is just playing better at home, and then when he goes on the road, it's, it, it hasn't been as good. But last week, it's like, I don't know. I thought he threw the ball pretty well. I mean, they did decide, hey, DeAndre Hopkins is still pretty good. But that is kind of where I'm coming back to. Is is this a situation for, for this offense to be unlocked? Do they need to perhaps turn to Tajay Spears? Um... Know that I, I I just I don't think that when you have a player of Henry's caliber and look he didn't I thought he he had a few plays that he could have made that you normally see him make in that game where he, it's one guy gets him and you're not used to seeing that but the week before he goes for 129 and has this you know TD run bouncing off everybody it looks exactly like Derrick Henry so I I don't think so I mean I, I think that it, it that situation is a pretty good compliment I mean I I, I think that they work well together. I mean, clearly there's a priority of getting Spears the ball. But, you know, even his touchdown, why did he score? Yes, because he's a good runner. It was a nicely designed play. He had a great cut. But also because the whole defense went with Derrick Henry right. going the other way, you know. And so, I mean, Derrick Henry sets up play action so effectively still and still draws such a crowd. And if you put him into a, you know, a light box or just a regular box, he's still going to smash ahead for six, seven yards every time. So, it's a, it's interesting though because I think next year, pro, well, next year certainly Spears will be a big part of the offense. I'm not convinced Henry won't be resigned for another year, but I think that part of it is secondary to you know obviously the quarterback situation. I mean, I think they're going to transition to Will Levis next year, and then yeah, you know, they they just have a bad offensive line. And their offensive line is not good, and so all these guys looked a lot better a couple of years ago when they could actually block people. Well, that's kind of what I've struggled watching the NFL in general this year is I can't decide if I think quarterback play by and large is down or if offensive line play by and large is down because on the one hand I look at it this way in that we're now starting to get the crop of quarterbacks that were largely college RPO guys and you can run the RPO very differently in college football because they don't call illegal man downfield you can have your center seven yards down the field. The safety has to come and come up and try to stop the run, and then somebody's schemed up wide open. And we're now seeing this this crop that I don't know if they've been particularly developed as well. And then at the same time, it's like, well, I feel like the other problem that I'm watching is when I watch on Sundays, it's like quarterbacks are getting the snap and they're just they're they've got three guys on them as soon as the ball snap. When you watch the league in general. What stands out to you so far this year? Well, I think those are both great points, and I really—I mean, I, I, it's hilarious because we obviously we talk on the show here about the offensive line all the time, and you know the Titans have made a bunch of mistakes. You know, you start with Isaiah Wilson, and then you have Dylan Radins, and um, you know a lot of all the free agent signings really have been poor in the last few years. So, like they have eroded, but at the same time, we, I, talk, I bring this up a lot. It's like look around it. Tell me how many NFL cities aren't complaining about the offensive line right now, you know? Um, so I, I think it's, I think that's a big part of it for sure. And I do, I also think that some of this every year, because the first month is rough for offensive lines and I yeah. think they get better. And, you know, so I, the Titans a few years ago, a classic example, some of that was like Terrell Lawan had a suspension, but, I would argue they were a bottom three offensive line at the beginning of the year. They went to the AFC title game and were like top three at the end, which is dramatic, right? Uh, and some of that's like a rookie who 
figured it out. And again, like I said, Luan coming back, but th- th- there is, there is so much to like the chemistry timing element that you just, these guys don't play in the preseason anymore. I mean, the Titans actually did try out their offensive line for some series in the preseason, but for the most part, you need some time, but I, I think it's a, I think it's a good point on the quarterbacks too. And in both cases, it has been at times a little bit underwhelming. Well, like that's kind of the other thing. Like I, I'm watching Jacksonville and I'm sitting there going, is this team that much better or is it just that they're now starting to run, they're starting to run Trevor Lawrence more, which usually, you know, opens up a defender because now you got to account for him running. Like, is that team that much better? Are you sold on the Jags? I mean, I'm sold on them being the best team in the AFC South. I don't know that I'm sold on them, you know, as a as a true player in the in this in the AFC. Although, you know, I say that it's like, uh, I, I you could also look at it like Chiefs and everyone else, you know, like when it comes down to it, is someone going to beat them? You know, when it really matters. But I I, I do think, yeah, you know, obviously they go to London. Maybe they should maybe they should be the London Jets yeah. where they're amazing over there, you know. But I think it's a good point on, on Lawrence. And, you know, their their defense has played really well now for two straight games. So I think they're I think they're rounding in the form a little bit. I think they're the best team. I think they're going to win the division. I'm still not sure. You know, they've, they've got offensive line issues too. <laughs> um, and I just, you know, I, I still don't know. They got the pass rush going a little bit, but I still don't know if they have enough of that either to really be in there when it counts in January. Well, and then the other thing that I, I'm watching, okay, if I'm a Niners fan right now, I want the playoffs to start this week. <laughs> yeah, right, Because, right. you know, I'm sitting there watching the Bills last week. To me, yeah, losing the game sucked. Losing Milano is a much bigger story for the Bills than mm. losing to the Jaguars because, to me, like, that's what this is really all going to boil down to. It's like I'm watching the, I'm watching the regular season. Yeah, you, you're, you're getting a feel for teams and trying to see who you believe in. But I'm still thinking to myself, wake me up in January when I look at the injury report because I feel like that's going to tell the story as much as anything. Oh, no question. No question. Uh, and, of course, Tredavious White also. You know, I mean, it's already, sure. already the Bills, just killer injuries. And, uh, yeah, the, the thing with the Niners, you know, like the Titans, for example, and he didn't have a good game, but Aziz Alshire is a yes. new starting linebacker in place of David Lane, and he's been good. And it's like, yeah, that guy couldn't get on the field over there because anybody who watched that game watched their their two linebackers. It's absurd. But they, that roster is so deep and so good everywhere. Um, they can probably absorb a little bit. But I agree. Like right now, if you tell me they're going to stay together and keep all their key guys intact, I uh, I just don't – I don't know who can hang with them. Uh, but like you said, I mean, there's something I – we got Jefferson now on IR, and it's it's amazing how – how many key guys are already gone and, and many more to come. Do you believe in Brock Purdy? Yeah, I, I, I have to. Like, I'm, I'm watching, and I think it's like, I mean, I saw, like, Dan Orlovsky said, you know, like, put in uh, Mac Jones, yeah. and it's, like, the same thing. I, I just I can't buy that. I, I still think he makes tremendous quick reads and big-time plays and extends plays with his legs and he just is really good I, you know and it's, I mean I mean I also have a lot of respect for Kyle Shanahan just in you know every aspect of the job he does as a coach and GM really and the fact that he basically said yep this is it we're good this is the guy yeah I mean I, I put stock in that right so I, I'm, I'm certainly there's some level of put a lot of QBs in that situation and they will thrive. And it, you, it's, it's as good a situation as you can get from every angle. And we saw Jimmy G get within one bad Jimmy G pass of winning it all. So that kind of tells you something. But at the same time, I, I do. I think he's, I think he's really good. I mean, I, and I keep waiting just like everybody else for, for that sign that it's like, ah, see, he's just the guy who's riding the coattails, but, it's amazing that they were able to to find him. It's amazing the shape they're in, given what they gave up for a guy who may never start in this league in Trey Lance. Well, honestly, it's the more fascinating question to me with the Niners rather than is Brock Purdy good? Because on the one hand, it's like, okay, I've watched Matt Matt Campbell's offenses at Iowa State uh, post Brock Purdy, and they suck even worse. 
And so it's right. like, okay, well, maybe that's, you know, in same by the same token, I'm not in the camp that thinks Justin Herbert's the greatest thing on the history of the planet, but I can also acknowledge, well, he's not the first quarterback that was hamstrung by by Mario Cristobal's offenses. And so like, I can acknowledge that to a certain degree. But the more interesting aspect to me is, is Kyle Shanahan in this day and age where, okay, if you can't get Patrick Mahomes, if you can't have one of these guys, like, is he actually developing a quarterback agnostic system? Or is it, you know, at the same time, it's like, no, everybody just got it dead wrong about Brock Purdy. It's a great question. But again, like, I mean, it wasn't, we didn't see a ton of it, but like Trey Lance and with, with the Niners didn't look great, you know? So I, I still don't think it's just pop anyone in there and you're fine. I mean, I think that, I think they got tremendously lucky. And, you know, it's funny. Everybody's dunking on the S2 cognition test, which I totally yeah. get because CJ, CJ Stroud is doing great. But by the way, CJ Stroud, you know, took it again and I got a fine score, but I mean, there is something to be said for, like, some of those intangibles that have not been able – that that you couldn't really figure out before that showed up on that test with him, you know. And it is. It's a, just fast processing. Um, you know, obviously, Joe Burrow off the charts. But it's, it's – you know, it's quarterback limited. Play, quarterback it's, play is alchemy to me. Yeah, I mean, it's – yeah. And, and even Shanahan has said that. It's like you just – you can go through every single thing and you can – Go, you know, you you can break it down all you want, and until you put someone in a game, you don't know. And so that's why everybody's out there trying to find that guy, and most of them fail miserably. Is there a college guy in the non Caleb Williams category? I guess let's say if let's let's take out Caleb and let's take out Drake May. Is there someone else that because it feels like Feels like there's gonna be a lot of teams this year that are going back into the in the draft for a quarterback. Is there anyone that's popped to you? Yeah, I was, I was hoping you wouldn't. I, I was hoping. Yeah, know, no, I love. I think Drake. May, I think Drake. Out. Yeah. Drake's unfortunate that Caleb's in his draft class. Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, I have warmed to Michael Penix, even though he's been in college for like 17 years, uh, and I never thought he was that. But he's he's got. I honestly, I like Shadur Sanders a lot, and I know he's little, and so that's the thing. But he, I mean, some of the throws he makes on the move and the touch he puts on some of those throws, I just and I think he's just. I think he's incredibly smart, and I. I would look at him, you know. It feels like the name, it feels like, like the game never goes too fast for him. Like that's the thing that yeah. always blows me away is just how smooth he is back there. It's like I know he holds on to the ball for a long time, but it's like he never panics. Right. Yeah, certainly. And you know, his protection has been awful this year too, but he extends plays and I just I really like him. I, I think McCarthy at Michigan too though. Like I I mean that guy is accurate, big, athletic. Um, so there's a lot of guys that, I mean, I could see it. I mean, I, I like as a guy down the list a bit, um, even like a Jordan Travis, you know, yeah. but I'm so bad at it. I mean, I, I thought Leaf would be better than Manning. So at that point I should have known that, you know, I, I had no, I had no hope. I thought Johnny football was going to be great. So I mean, I can go through the laundry list. I, I was big on two of those. So. Not that that was some big prize at the time, but you know, I was like, hold on to it. I think two is going to be okay. He's, uh, I think he's all right. I'm still not giving up on Josh Rosen. <laughs> he could be. He's still in there. Yeah, he's he's a smart guy. He's I mean, hilarious. Like sarcasm. What I mean, an athlete! Great. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> what an athlete. Uh, Joe, man. you're the best. Thank you so much for joining us. All right, Jeffrey. Thanks for having me, man. Joe Rexrode of the Athletic, as well as. Uh, 102.5 The Game in Nashville. When we come back, we tell your story next right here on Giannotto and Jeffrey, 92.9 FM, ESPN. The Odyssey app allows you to rewind. Yes, rewind 92.9 anytime. Download the Odyssey app free through the App Store and follow 92.9 FM, ESPN. Time for another NFL week, and it's the perfect time for you to get it started right with FanDuel because right now all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay for Thursday night football. Just place a three-leg same-game parlay on this week's game between the Broncos goes in the Chiefs, and you'll get bonus bets back if you don't win. Now, with live betting, you'll get updated odds on game
games that have already started, Same Game Parlays also give you a chance for a better payout. Now, you can build your own, or if you like, choose from one of the popular SGPs that have already been pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Fuller, F-U-L-L-E-R. That way, you don't miss out on your chance to get a no-sweat Same Game Parlay on America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Tennessee. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. When you're searching for the perfect piece of recreational property, we hope you think of Mississippi Land Bank. For generations, we've helped people finance the land in North Mississippi that they've always dreamed of owning, whether for hunting or fishing or just to get away. Mississippi Land Bank is here with the financing solutions to meet your needs. We mean it when we say we're here for you every step of the way because our lenders are landowners, hunters, and fishermen too. So when the sun begins to rise on opening day, peeking through the trees, just know we're thinking of you too. When you think of health, where does your mind go? To the doctor's office or to your community where you can join kids clubs and local events? At your grocery store where an allowance makes it easier to eat healthy? Or on your street, where a ride is there to take you to the doctor. We're WellPoint, a health insurance company that knows that health isn't just one thing. It's everything. WellPoint, your whole health is our whole point. Services are provided by WellPoint Texas Inc. or WellPoint Tennessee Inc. Owen Brennan's is the perfect destination for an outstanding dinner. Immerse yourself in the vibrant flavors of New Orleans right here in Memphis. Hand-cut Angus beef, fresh seafood, and simply irresistible Creole dishes. Owen Brennan's, where every bite is a taste of the Crescent City's magic. The Fool's Gold Giveaway is here at Southland, where you could win big cash. Join us on Fridays and Saturdays in October, where 10 winners are drawn every hour to win up to $5,000 cash. You can get one entry for every 23 points earned, plus five times the entries on Mondays. There's nothing foolish about the cash we're giving away, so come on down to Southland in October to go for the gold. Must be 21 plus. Play responsibly for help quitting. Call 800-522-4700. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. The next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through November 15th, new customers can get 75 megabit internet on the next generation Xfinity 10G network for just $20 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service. Actual speeds vary. When you're watching the Tigers play or whatever team you support, you always look for the end result, the winning score. And when you're thinking of selling your home, the ultimate goal line is the closing table. This is Sheldon Rosengarten with Mark's Bensdorf Realtors. Getting your home sold for what you want and when you want it makes everyone happy. You should talk to two to three real estate brokers when you're thinking of selling your home and make sure I'm one of them, especially if you want results. Most people have heard that when you want the job done, you need to call Shell Dunn. Call or email me today and find out about my highly successful strategic marketing program with the Shell Bucks option. You can reach me at 682-1868 or memphisrelocate.com. That's Shell Dunn Rosengarden. Call today at 682-1868 or memphisrelocate.com. And go Tigers! Tonight, partly cloudy and breezy with a low of 62. Weather brought to you by Barbasol Shaving Cream. Feeling great starts with a great shave. And great shaves start with Barbasol Shaving Cream. Close Shave America, Close Shave Barbasol. In this market, you'll find Fisher Investments is different than other money managers. Different how? Aren't we all just looking for the hottest stocks? Nope. We use diversified strategies to position our clients' portfolios for their long-term goals. You don't just provide cookie-cutter portfolios? No. We tailor our clients' portfolios to their goals and needs. But you still sell investments that generate high commissions for you, right? 
No, we don't sell commission-based products. We're a fiduciary, the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. It means we're obligated to act in our client's best interest. So when do you make more money? Only when your clients make more money? Yep, we have one transparent management fee structured, so we do better when our clients do better. Sounds like you really look out for your clients. We do, because our priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. That might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. For today's Tell Your Story, we go to James Franklin. He said this today, quote, There's a team in this conference that's buying out a ton of game contracts to go in another direction. you got to do whatever you can possibly do to give your chance to be undefeated. He, of course, referring to Michigan. Their out-of-conference schedule, or I beg your pardon, their current strength of schedule is 111th nationally, and I just checked my notes. Penn State's is 110th. Don't tell the story. Tell your story. My thanks to Joe Rexart and to Tim Murray for joining the program. If you missed anything, be up on the podcast shortly after the program ends. For Dennis, this is Jeffrey saying thanks for listening. Keep listening. Gabe Kuhn Show's coming up next. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Mom, we're out of potato chips. Teenagers, they'll eat you out of house and home, kind of like health insurance, which can take a big bite out of the family budget. Fortunately, with Farm Bureau Health Plan's Core Choice coverage, we can save $3,600 a year compared to the leading competitor. And we've got better coverage with a lower premium, lower deductible, free telehealth visits, and access to one of the largest networks available. Can we order pizza? <laughs> Visit FBHP.com or your local Farm Bureau office today. Bowl has risen. Soon I will satisfy my thirst for a win. And there is only one way to do it. By playing the new October instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Fly by your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer for some instant fun. I'll meet you there. You can count on it. <laughs> With October Instant Games, you could sink your teeth into top prizes of up to $500,000. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 